Greetings and citations, ladies and gentlemen. My name is James, aka the Architect, and with me as always, Skull Hunter Games, aka Jordan. I thought you forgot who I was for a second. Um, but also joining us today, and I love no insults. You, you are forgettable. There's the insult. We we have uh, Joseph and Charles. Everybody, uh, it's it's hello, good. Hello. Kind of, <laughs> it's kind of like the original gang back. Um, that usually is never here all together. Um, I, I thought you were going to let it slide with no insults. I thought we were keeping the nice train going. And then you managed to slip one in there on my time to shine. My five seconds of freedom. <sighs> Listen, Jordan, you got to realize I'm always slipping it in there. Anyway, <laughs> Joseph and Charles, uh, how was your guys' week? I'll let uh, Joseph go first. How was your week, man? Uh, not a bad week for me. So um, I, I ended up spending about two hours at the bank uh, just uh, signing up for a bunch of uh, n new programs. I was really happy that my bank told me that all these years I was paying way too much on service fees and that I didn't even notice that. So, okay, I I'm not I'm not that bored. There's other interesting things happen, uh, but that's... Crap, that, that actually was it. Uh, yeah, so weather's, weather's, get, weather's getting nice, finally uh, heading, heading out. But the thing is, in Canada, is that there's a lot of, like, weather-related paranoia. So, like, I'll look at the, I'll look at the, my phone, and it'll say, it's, uh, it's 20. Like, good. Sweater and sweatpants. And then I head out, and I look like a... Just, just a, just, just a mess tying around yeah. the waist and stuff like that. I mean, uh, I don't know. Wish I guess. Sorry, guys. I wish more cool stuff was was happening. It would be easier to do if I was on like once a month, but like on a week to week basis, I, I'm just I'm just here. Um, I I did tell you guys like I was kind of looking into getting a, a new uh, apartment, like a, a bigger room. Mm -hmm. uh, I changed my mind. It it, it ain't happening. Um, we, we, we looked at the financials and we realized we were going to spend like an additional $800 Ooh. for some luxuries, but there was a big difference between necessity and luxury. Mm. What I have now is a necessity because I can't stand my family. Whereas what I, <laughs> whereas the other one was a luxury because like I can stand my girlfriend. That's fair. Um, I got a funny story about banking when charles is done telling us about his week my week was really good faking i still can't get over how fake and awesome double and nothing this past sunday was thinking i was been looking forward to that show all freaking week and i was and it was worth the wait um some of the matches didn't go how i thought they were going to and some did rather and um i was not disappointed with watching that pay-per-view and everything and i just looking forward to friday to see what the heck happens on dynamite and um, I was looking forward when they launched their new show in August. I also had to reorganize my NASCAR diecast because I had to find another box because I have so many that I just didn't have room in the boxes that I had. So I had if I could find another one, and I had to put most of them in. Are they in numerical order? Really? They just put in a certain... Most of them I just do in one box, and the rest are just divided into ones that I either I'm holding on to because I really like them, and the rest are in another box because... I was thinking about selling the majority of my NASCAR diecasts, even though I have another one coming, but the only reason why I have that one coming is because it's a special one. Because it's Dale Jr.'s second day 2500 winning die diecast version, and I've been wanting that card for years. Because I literally stayed, freaking, and this is a true story, I stayed up till freaking midnight to freaking see that race the entire way. And 
figured it was worth it. That Only was pretty fortunate, by the way. There. I have a I have a couple in laws that are really in the NASCAR, and they got like the Dale Junior, uh, like like race jackets and all that. Like they're, uh, I think, I think my, my father in law owns a Dale Junior cutout, actually, like a a life size cutout of Dale Junior. Uh, I, I told him from, that. Like, sorry, James. Sorry. I was gonna say next time we have like a family get together, like Thanksgiving or something like that, just put him out, have him be the greeter. <laughs> I even have one of those hoods that you, you used to be able to find in places or you see like hanging up at like bars that you could hang up on a wall or in a garage somewhere of one of Dale Jr.'s old cars. Oh, yeah, my like right a plan. Now. Yeah, the, the NAS, the, I'll say the NASCAR hoods, right? They're, they were white with the little, like the little holes, look like ghost sheets, those ones? It's like a legit, like tin metal one. It's like they oh. just took it off a car. Oh, okay, yeah. It's in my closet right now. <laughs> my room's not place to the keep whole, it. Jokes aside, I, I know which ones you're talking about. Um, like I said, my in-laws, they, they, they're huge NASCAR fans. Um, yeah, my week was pretty tame. Um, I had Memorial Day weekend off, which was nice. Spent some time with the family. I'm trying to think if I did anything specifically. I, we cooked out, but I think that, that was about it. I think the rest of it was just like running around or just relaxing, stuff like that. It was nice. I needed it. I went for like a five mile run yesterday, and that was kind of dumb on me because my shins hurt now. But nice, five miles, dude. Good job. Yeah. Well, see, I would normally be like, "Oh, thank you," but it's like it was a dumb decision. First off, because <laughs> that's like I used to do that stuff when I was in the military and stuff mm -hmm. like that. So I was like, "Oh, I can still do it," and then I did it, but painfully, and now I'm paying for it because my shins hurt really bad. Yeah. I was going to say, I always hated doing the mile when I was in school because freaking my asthma would act, start acting up and, like, ha almost towards the end of it, I would start having a hard time breathing and I would just be walking. It's like, I just want to get this freaking shit over with. Why the hell did they force us to do this in gym class? When I was in, uh, I think it was boot camp, one of the one of the guys there had a heart attack, so. Um, that's upsetting. It was... <laughs> Was was boot camp at, as accurate? Well, how was was it the way that they depicted in movies, where you have a drill sergeant who's almost like poetic in the way they punish people? All right, I can get into some stories. So, yes and no. Uh, yes, it was, but it wasn't with the same vigor that it usually shows in the movies. If you're talking about a specific movie that I think you're talking about. On Metal Jacket? Uh, yeah, I was going uh, to directed, that one. Yeah. Directed by Stanley Kubrick himself. Who also, the, one of the all-time greatest. Yeah, absolutely. He was so good. They, he, you know, known for such greats as Full Metal Jacket and The Moon Landing. So, um, <laughs> I'm on one today. I'm on one. Um, yeah, so, yes and no. They all have, this, like, the same bag of tricks because, like, it's all taught to them. Um, rules have changed a little bit now since it did in the, the 60s, obviously. But, yeah, they had these things called, they would turn recruits into sugar cookies. Which was, basically, you got all, when you're running around constantly, you get all hot and sweaty and you're sticky and your clothes are wet because you're hot and sweaty. Um, and then there was, like, outside of each building, there was, like, a sand pit note for punishment. That was, like, basically the punishment square. It was called IT, uh, Intensive Training. 
And basically, if you got made into a sugar cookie, what that would entail was, after while you're all hot, sweaty, and wet, they threw you in the sand pit and told you and made you do a bunch of different exercises and stuff like that to punish you. And then you know when you got up, you're covered in sand. Um, there was stuff like that, and you had to walk around, call yourself recruit uh, sugar cookie and stuff like that. Um, there was <laughs> so when in. Boot camp, you have the chow hall. The chow hall is... You get fed the same thing that the marines get fed. Um, the only difference is... And when I say that, I mean it's like you get like a... The, the portion size. Like you get like the chicken or whatever. And then you have a side, usually either mashed potatoes or rice. Um, some crackers, some bread. And then there's usually an option for a dessert. Like usually like a pudding or something like that. Or a cookie. Well, we had a fat kid in our platoon. And because of said fat kid, we weren't allowed to have dessert. Makes sense, obviously. Why, you know, you gotta punish everyone, I suppose. Um, well, it was 4th of July. We were boot camp during 4th of July. And so our senior, our senior general instructor, he was like, listen, if you think you can have dessert, you may have some. If you know you shouldn't have dessert, don't. And, like, you know, I'm skinny, a bunch of the skinny kids were all like, oh, cool, whatever, sweet, a cookie or whatever. So we did, we had the cookie. And we look up at the table, and the one fat kid grabbed a giant glob of pudding. <laughs> and so our drill instructor was walking by, he was like, oh, is that good? Like, he was genuinely being a nice guy, because our senior drill instructor was like the dad, right? You didn't want to upset dad, because he's the one who treated you nice. He's going around just make sure we're all good. And then he looked over and said, what the F is that out loud and pointed right to the fat guy. And he's like, oh, is that is that putting good? Is that putting good? And he went, yes, sir. And so he's like, OK, OK. He took his cup of Gatorade because we all got a cup of Gatorade and a cup of water. That's the only two drinks you're allowed to have. He dumped the Gatorade on the pudding and said, you better finish all of that. And so the fat kid did as he was told. He finished all the Gatorade-soaked pudding. And then we got out of the chow hall. And then we're marching back to our barracks. And then he said, platoon halt. So we all stopped. And then he said, all right. Because I, th I forget what he called him. I think it was like some funny name, like Lardo or something like that. Just some funny fat insult, fat shaming. You know, he would have been canceled today. Um, he said, because he wants to eat dessert when he sh obviously shouldn't have. We all are going to practice our drill. And so we did to the rear march, which is you step, step, and then you turn around, step, step. So it's basically like you're doing like uh, an about face while marching. And so he did that for about 20 minutes straight, but with only two steps in between. So basically you're spinning in a circle for like 20 minutes. His goal, uh, his, goal, I see where this is going. <laughs> his goal was to get Fatso to puke. And he succeeded. And then he got in trouble because he puked in formation. So that that was some that's some pretty funny stories. Um, there's a couple more, but I'm not gonna spend all the time talking about that. What I do feel like, actually, Jordan, you didn't tell us about your week. I don't think so. Uh, go ahead. Oh, um, um, you know, honestly, I could say my week has probably been more uh more hectic than it seems like you guys has been. Uh, but you guys have better stories. Um, I've been working a lot of, uh, behind the scenes. I've been working on more of my comedy acts and been working on, uh... So Charles likes NASCAR because he's actually right in the <laughs> middle 
of the 500 as we speak. <laughs> he he's just right there. Um, Every time freaking we do one of these things, something like that always seems to happen. Or whenever I'm playing with Joy on like Call of Duty or something. I, I just can't wait to hear the car drive past and then hear a scream. <laughs> Because all I'm going to start saying is, Little Sally, walk, walk. My girl, oh, I hate my her. Leg. Yeah, I I hate my girlfriend for that. Uh, but yeah, week's been good. Um, been been busy, been productive, working on comedy stuff, um, you know, shopping for the girl. Uh, it's uh, going to be our four-year anniversary coming up here real soon. Um, don't know how we awesome. made it, to be honest. Um, we lived together. No one else does either. For, yeah, I know. Uh, we lived together for four years as well. So it's like we've been trapped in small places and separated. And yeah, we've still been together. So uh, so we've been trying to figure out what to do there. Uh, we're talking about taking a trip to like Colorado or something to have some fun. Um, uh, and That's legal there. Not not that kind of fun. Um, I, we're, well, we're clean. Uh, we're, we're clean. Oh we clean vanilla little people. You know, we we don't we don't take in the 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 fun activities like that. Uh, even though Scotch sounds really good right now, um, but you know what? It's been it's been a good week. Uh, also, I've uh, I wanted to try to get used to saying this. Um, we have we have our normal sponsor you hear all the time. Thank you, Anchor, for sponsoring the podcast. We'll talk about them later on. Um, I want I want to make sure to give a little plug in at the beginning. Um, but besides that, a lot of Resident Evil. A lot of Resident Evil been being played. That's uh, nice. Left for Dead and freaking Call of Duty. Yeah, there's also been a Call of Duty Dead by Daylight. Um, a lot of uh, uh, not a lot of Left for Dead, but there have been some Left for Dead. And I have a feeling the joke's gonna come up. Me wearing a hula skirt and me wearing a coconut <laughs> bra. You know, people got turned on. I had a pull up. I sat there and stated everyone. When you clicked on the stream, it will say, "How do you, do you like my outfit? Yes, no, or WTF." Everyone, it says a hundred percent said WTF, and I went, Okay, that's engagement right there. <laughs> I'm just trying to get views, that's all I'm doing. I asked, I asked to use my sister, and she said, No, she said, I'll be in the stream, I won't be the cover of your stream. And I went, I have to take what I can, so I'm just trying to get views, trying to get past that uh 2000 mark on YouTube. So, you know, working, working there. So, for sorry, sorry, go ahead, Charles. I was gonna say I just thought about something since like E3 is like coming up. It's like the 12th or 13th, in a couple of days after that of this month. I'm just wondering: is one of the podcasts are we gonna be like where we talk about what was revealed and do announced, or is it gonna yes. be like something we do we live react to? No. So we well, because I think most of E3 happens during the day, and I have a full time mm -hmm. job, so that's not gonna work. But our podcast after E the first podcast after E3 will be a direct review recap. We'll give our grades for each um, each studio or each company, how they did. They might I just know one thing right now, and you words. know this as well as I do, that this is going to happen. If they show anything for Halo Infinite, I'm going to lose my freaking mind. All right, They'll so... show something. Didn't they already show some gameplay footage of it? Yeah, they did. Sure. Yeah, there's got to be something. Weird. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, I just really hope Nintendo doesn't screw the pooch. What what's Nintendo doing? Uh, well, we want to see Breath of the Wild too. But they'll probably still show something for the that Pokemon Legends RCS game and probably some gameplay no, remakes of they're Diamond just show, They're just gonna show thirteen JRPGs and expect us to be super excited about all of them. I'm hoping to see something from Final Fantasy sixteen. 
there at least will be like a new smash character revealed yeah it'll be another sword <laughs> character like a, yeah one in three chance It'll just be, it'll just be, there's not another Pokemon. They'll have this sword-shaped Pokemon as a new fighter character. I will, I would love to see that. I will go out and get a Switch as soon as possible. I will play it. That, that's, that's what it takes. Yeah, that's, that's what that's, it would take. That's, that's gonna, that's gonna convert you to the Switch? Nothing sure, else? Sure, nothing else. We didn't talk about it on several podcasts beforehand. No, we, we definitely didn't. Um. I, I'm I'm gonna get a switch just because of that one solid reason. Um, but we do. You're not even gonna play the character. Switch. You're just gonna be like, oh, uh, Animal Crossing. This character looks pretty cool. Oh just, yeah, that's what's gonna happen. I'm gonna join because of that one add-on and be like, cool. Never gonna play it. I'm gonna play what, as a Link. I hear he's a good guy to play as. <laughs> uh, well, you're dealing with two Link mains in this Kurt call. So. Oh wow, it's like the Three Musketeers. I want to be the prettiest one. You're gonna be the guy with the long blonde hair. Not that's that's James. That's little Thor over there. Like, wh why would you? Oh, don't you like that, James? Little Thor. <laughs> um, you actually should. I'll tell some funny stories after the podcast. But um, there was something I wanted to get into. Yeah. Oh yeah, you talked about streaming, getting views. So uh, a funny story from over the weekend. I was on Twitch just perusing, right? So. If you guys know about the hot tub meta, that was when Ooh, yeah. people would take over the just chatting category and be in hot tubs and bikinis and take over everything. And then what happened was Twitch was like, hey, we're going to make this its own category. Now, when the big names uh, aren't streaming in that category, there's very few people in that category. So what people learned to do was they would have their normal setup, like just a normal like webcam like me and you have. And then the background would be a green screened hot tub or pool or something. <laughs> so they could be in the category and then they would just play their game like normal and take all the, the viewers from that category. And I just think that is manipulation, but it's also genius. I love it. I need Facebook to do that because if Facebook does that, dude, I'm set. Like I have, I tested out a multi-cam uh, the other day. You know, I had the cooking area set up over here. Turns out it melted through my table. Don't do that again. Um, but <laughs> That's <laughs> awesome. I, I tested I tested that out. You know, I could have multiple camera feeds and stuff like that. I'm Once again, if I had a thousand followers on Facebook. I'm, I'm telling you, burning your house down. down. <laughs> but burning your house down would have got you a lot of views. I'm telling you. It would. I thought about it. My insurance said don't. <laughs> That'd have been so, awesome. I, I thought about how it. Much a, I still want to know how much a green screen is. Uh, uh, listen to Art. You, Art geez, like you just $5. get like green fabric. I'll say if you mm -hmm. want a legit one, it's closer to four or five hundred. If you want to just buy a railing and put like a green sheet or curtain, it could cost anywhere between, I would say like 25, 50 bucks to do that. Mm -hmm. So if I have a, I'm able to get my own place and I just want to have rooms just, that just for has like the whole setup and everything in it. You know, I've seen people have like green screens and shit. So, I yeah, actually I was, own a green screen. I just don't. I was contemplating getting one, um, because I want to start actually taking my streams to the next level. Um, by that I mean doing it more than once every two weeks, and then actually have overlays and stuff like that. I have overlays, like I have like donation notifications. I have a chat box, but I don't have anything like crazy. So that'll eventually get fixed, maybe. 
That reminds me, when you guys were playing CSGO the last time, I don't know if you were saying something that where you were mentioning me, because at the time I was doing a, a run in Vault of Glass in Destiny 2. I wasn't able yeah. to pay attention that much. Yeah, I probably, I said something, probably said something that you're a tacky idiot and I hate you. That was probably what I said. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, sure, that's exactly, because there's not video proof of the situation that <laughs> occurred. Yeah. Yeah, it's not currently still up as a VOD on the Architect on YouTube. Definitely, definitely not there. Mm, um, it's like you know what is? You know what is almost here though. Oh my God! What? The new version of the Nintendo Switch. Oh! Is it I, cheaper? No, it's actually gonna be more expensive. And then I'm out. <laughs> um, I'm with Joseph on this one. I feel kind of uh, burned by it. Um. And the fact, like, I understand, like, a lot of the major consoles are going next-gen, but this isn't necessarily next-gen. It's just a bigger monitor with better resolution. That's literally the only difference that I could tell. And I think it had extra storage. I still wish that they'd just do something like they did with the um, NES Classic, where they just bring back the Game Boy. That'd be awesome. Well, on the Switch, they have the NES, the SNES... And from what I've heard, they're working on a, a Nintendo 64, like, ROM emulator almost for the console, which is really nice. Um, and every week it updates, adds new games and stuff like that. But Bloomberg News reports that the new Nintendo Switch model will be priced higher than $299, which is the current price for a Nintendo Switch. $199 for the 2D version, or not 2D version, the, the Switch Lite. Um, apparently Nintendo is going to be... Starting plans to phase out the Switch, just like when the uh, new 3DS came out, it kind of they phased out the old 3DS, like the way the the screens and stuff were. Mm -hmm. So they're planning on phasing out the base Switch, and they have a plan to release for September October, that time frame, and it should be fully announced and all the details should be out. Um, they're saying before E3. So, I want to hear. Oh, your... topic of the... Sorry, I was going to. Oh, just... no, no, perfect. I was literally going to ask what you guys thought. So go for it, Charles. I don't really see what's the need of a whole nother version of the Switch, since people are just perfectly fine with the versions that are at right now, except for Switch Lite, because that one sucks. I wasn't sure if they like ever brought Pokemon of the remasters of Pokemon Ruby and Sapphire to the Switch, and I don't know if that's still stuck on the 3DS. Well, um, as far as I know, like I said, they um they want to upgrade because they want to keep they want to keep being competitive. Like they know they're not going toe to toe with the PlayStation Five or Xbox Series X, but they still want to be a viable option. Mm -hmm. Um, especially yeah. since all these other consoles, um, we reported a couple weeks ago that they're still gonna have shipment issues and getting them out all the way through the year twenty twenty two possibly. So. That is why they want to be an option like this, just like how a lot of kids for Christmas got Switches this year and stuff like that because the PS5, Xbox Series X and all that weren't available. Um, they're doing this. They upgraded it. They have a, It has a different NVIDIA card in it, and the screen is a higher resolution. Um, so for some people, that's a huge plus. Yeah. And the storage. Um, the storage is, would, is actually one of the things I'm genuinely, I would genuinely be happy about because I have i had to buy a, an sd card for my switch because it comes with like what is it like 10 gigs of memory like base 
something like that. I could be wrong on that, but it's like give or take around there. Mm-hmm. It fills up really fast once you, if you download one or two games, it's full. Um, but yeah, so what are your guys' opinions on this? And what do you expect while we're talking about each company? Because I think each story has a company attached to it. What do you guys think about this? And then what do you guys expect from this company at E3? Real quick, I uh, just checked online. So the Switch comes with 32 gigabytes of internal storage, which yeah. might sound like a lot, but it can it can, uh, it can be eaten up pretty quick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There you go. So my initial thought is, boo! I, I, I feel that as developers, they do, or as console developers, they do owe it to their, um, to their base to say, we're selling you this console. This is what it's going to be, until we come up with a new console. Um, and you don't really see that very much anymore. Pretty much every console has had. Uh, a, a reiteration of it, um, but they've consistently been quality of life improvements, a change in in design, trying to make it smaller. Um, I think when it comes into a hardware change on the inside, like an upgraded video cards, to me that's starting to draw the line because it's starting to create almost like a caste system between the people who own like one system and then the people who own the slightly more powerful system. Now, is it going to be prohibitive? Does this mean that there's going to be games developed specifically for the Switch Pro? Or now there's, like, say, for instance, Breath of the Wild 2. Will the definitive version be played on the Switch Pro? And then I'm going to encounter what I did with the Wii U, which is play a laggier version of it. Uh, I'm not looking forward to that. I will severely be upset if that's the case. Because um, you know they'll do it. I mean, it's it's Zelda. They will use that as a hostage for so that people will have to pay whatever it is they're they're going to charge. But yeah, they didn't do that for the GameCube. They knew the GameCube was the, dead. Which is the one console they should have done that with. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's that's fair. Um, yeah, because because of Twilight Princess. So yeah, I see your point there. Well, I was thinking even uh, Majora's Mask for. Like instead of releasing it for the sixty four, they should have held a hostage, kept it, made it for the game GameCube. That I I'm the one that told you that idea. Yeah, I know, and that's right, why okay. it's stuck. It, yeah. And it's stuck in my brain ever since. Like literally, As it should, at least yeah. at least once power. a at least once a week, it sticks in my brain. Like, what if it was a GameCube game? Like I I like that's that, like that's for shoot. Like that is like no gimmicks here. That is one hundred percent. Like ever since you told me that. It has been like, why didn't they do that? Yeah, yeah. I, I, the, I don't know. That honestly is like an oversight. I, I'm, I'm thinking that maybe even they didn't, it didn't even credit them to do it. Um, I mean, now and and again, there is also like, now it's a, it's the the jump between the GameCube and the 64 was more pronounced. So at least players thought, well, this is a change in generation. We're, you know, we're heading into the next wave of, of gaming. Our characters now have, you know, digits on their hands as opposed to just like political political chunks. Ma- major upgrades. Um, so so this is almost like the more specific or the more minute the, the upgrade, the more it, it irritates me. Um, for me, the one consolation would be if maybe there was like some um some transfer program where you know you trade in a switch and you get like a hundred bucks off the switch pro then yeah i've got i've got income now like oh 
okay, fine. If there if there's an incentive program, then okay, maybe I'll do it. But I'm not gonna buy this thing again, like full price. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not buying another Switch. You know what I mean? Without something like you said, I think that's a good idea. All right, Charles, what do you think? What do you think about this um, new console coming out? And then what do you think of what could we expect from Nintendo at E3? Well, I don't know really what to think about the whole idea of another version of the Switch coming out. As far as I, I can tell, it's just probably just something that they're doing so that people can watch Netflix on it and everything, because that seems to be a thing that people seem to be doing lately. Is they have to have, come out with things that people can watch, stuff like HBO Max and stuff on, I you know, and Disney Plus and everything. And, um,. As far as Nintendo goes, like I was saying before, they'll probably show something for the Pokemon games and probably something for Mario, hopefully something for Zelda, because I have a friend who loves Legend of Zelda, and if they don't show something and celebrate that game's 30th anniversary, she's going to freaking go tackle Nuke on this freaking studio. Freaking, I, I don't know. Hopefully they might show something for Bayonetta 3 and Met, in the next in the new Metroid they teased like years ago, yeah, but Metroid, I don't I know. About Metroid. And you want to talk about freaking upgrades, freaking they're taking Pokemon and turning into Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild for the freaking Pokemon Legends Arceus. I don't know, freaking I just hope that the Ethy presentation doesn't suck. And that goes the same thing for you, Xbox! Hey, don't, be, don't be trying to fight my boy Xbox. <laughs> so, I'm calling it now. Microsoft bought Bethesda, so what's going to happen is during Bethesda's presentation... Todd Howard's going to waltz onto the stage like he does every year, and he's going to announce a, br uh, a brand new experience for the next-gen console, and it's going to be Skyrim again. He's, he can't keep getting away with this. Instead of There's 122 FPS, for the past eight years, the dudes went on stage and has announced, oh yeah, we're doing this and this, and then on your smart fridge... We have a brand new adventure, Skyrim. I just I, I want someone to get that amped up about Candy Crush. Like I would want someone to come out on a stage like that, going, "Guys, let's get the next level of technology, Candy Crush on a smart fridge." <laughs> like I just want someone to get amped up to like talk about like little games like that, something that makes no sense but still makes millions. You That's know what, what I, I use my smart fridge for? Knowledge. No, I like it when I accidentally leave it slightly open and it dings at me and says, hey, close me. And I say, OK, and I close it. That is the best feature on my fridge. Just oh, like you guys are mentioning a smart fridge, just reminds me of when I seen like years ago, this dude had this whole PC gaming setup inside a fridge. I, I yeah, love uh, I love everything that's just happened there. The PC set up in the fridge and um, the computer just saying. Harder, Daddy. Harder. Architect, harder. <laughs> close me I, uh, up. I have this close, very close personal uh, friend of mine who is making a PC gaming setup inside of a convection oven to warm your chicken. You got with KFC? KFC? That was the joke. My close personal friend is KFC. I, I am yeah. friends with. I am friends with the Colonel himself. Dude, that's awesome. I still want to know how that console guys, can work. Do you guys want to know a fun fact? I try to teach you guys yeah. something new every week. Okay. Um, so I'm still Colonel reeling about the divots in my pinky finger. <laughs> <laughs> so, Colonel Sanders was, in fact, a real colonel. Mm -hmm. 
but he was not a colonel in the military. He so Kentucky is a uh, commonwealth, and the thing about commonwealths is that they have colonels. So he was in fact a real Kentucky colonel. Now the only way to become a Kentucky colonel is you have to be nominated by someone who is already a Kentucky colonel, kind of like being knighted. But a Kentucky colonel, I think, is way better than being knighted. <laughs> I'd rather be knighted, personally. Uh, but yeah, so he was, in fact, a real colonel. Because, like, you hear, oh, Colonel Sutters was a real colonel, or then you have people say, like, yes, he was. And he was indeed a real colonel, but not in the military. He was the colonel of the Commonwealth of Kentucky. Okay. Did not Which, know um, that. I knew he was a real colonel. I just didn't know it was something Which, stupid. <laughs> so basically what that meant was he got fancy parking at state buildings. It must be nice for him. I can't and, find parking in Kentucky. And I think... I think it was posthumously he got it. I could be wrong. But anyway... Back to this. Jordan, what do you think about this? About the Nintendo uh, new Switch console, E3, Sorry. Colonel Sanders. What's what's <laughs> on your mind, bud? Um, Chicken. That's chicken. really what's on my mind right now is chicken. But uh, no, so the E3, I mean, I, I expect them to mention, you know, they got a game coming out or they're going to make a, a game that has slightly better quality than it was on the original Nintendo, they bring it to the new one because if you have high resolution crap like that, it will obviously play better and look better. Um, but I think this could be a good thing if we can actually see more of them in stores. I think that could be the upside because at this moment in time, I cannot go to any of my stores and buy a Nintendo Switch. I can buy the um, the lights, but that for a streamer, that is useless. So... Um, yeah, I kind of, I hope for that reason. Now, the resolution, I don't see how that's going to affect if you use the HDMI port and plug it into your TV. I don't think that's going to change much about that. Um, so, honestly, it's like, there's there's not a lot to say about it besides I hope that, you know, it starts saying, oh, we get new games and the streaming services. I'm pretty sure we talked about that a couple weeks ago, how Nintendo stated that they're never going to bring any streaming services on their platforms um and i think that would include like netflix and stuff um but i uh, if it if it helps get supply and demand i'll be i'll be happy but with uh, the image you uh, you shared with us on discord uh it says release of september or october is the planned to release so and then the other thing i have is is our chip shortage going to be done by then I don't know, but these consoles could already be already have been made, and they uh, were just in a testing, I, or they tested it and then they made they made them prior, and then now they and they were just waiting for they're probably waiting for post pandemic to release them. That is possible, but then why don't they just release it now? Because they want money, obviously, because they're pretty much just releasing the same thing with different. With higher up qualities, yeah, they're building bit, so. hype. They're building, they're building hype. Okay, the way they want to do it. Um, a lot of they want know, the lineups. Lot, yeah, a lot of the big games come out near the end of the year, um, near the fall winter season is when all the big games come out. Okay, 
Now it's it's the same thing with when it comes to like uh, movies and stuff like that. Like everyone knows, all the big blockbuster movies happen literally the spring, like late spring, mm-hmm. early summer. That's when all the blockbusters happen. That's, and same thing with the games. All the all the AAA overhyped games come out um, mid to late fall, early winter. So in, uh, I'm sorry, real fast. Um, how how much more expensive do we know they're gonna be? If it's like so a fifty dollars difference, that's not. No, so a normal switch costs you about two ninety nine mm-hmm. uh, USD. They're projecting. I've heard rumors between three ninety nine and four ninety nine. Like anywhere, Lord. like. Um, I've heard, I've heard a source say four nine. They're expecting it to be four ninety nine. I've heard a source say they're expecting it to be three ninety nine. Uh, if Nintendo nobody does it, that, it's going to screw them. Nobody really knows how much it's going to be until they do it. Uh, but I will say, if they do ask for the four ninety nine price tag, it's it, it can't just be a console. It has to. It would have to come with accessories and or a game or two, like the Xbox used, to, like the Xboxes used to do, or like the Nintendo game, the Nintendo <laughs> systems used to do. Yeah, even. I will say, if it comes with an upgraded version of Wii Sports or Wii Sports is worth straight in the box, worth it. There's one Nintendo 64 game I wish I'd bring back, as long as it's not one of those short-term release things like they did for the... Yeah, Ocarina of Time. Last year. Um, I wish they'd freaking, like, remaster or just make a new version of Pokemon Stadium with all of the Pokemon from every game Pokemon. that's come out since then. So, unpopular opinion, I actually liked Pokemon Stadium. Um, and I say that because there's a lot of people who didn't like Pokemon Stadium. Um, the people who liked Pokemon liked it. Um, they liked the mini games and stuff like that. I thought that was really fun. But there was a lot of people that didn't like it, um, which is weird because you could even load your like if you had a Game Boy, it might have been a Game Boy Advance. I don't remember. Um, you could load it. You could, they had a little cartridge adapter. You could literally just put your cartridge into your N sixty four controller, and it was able to. You were able to send your party to Pokemon Stadium. That's pretty cool. I remember I was uh, uh, I, 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 I if you didn't have a pokemon to transfer into it you could just have like the rental pokemon so oh, i got yeah. i i was i was competing with a, with a, one of my friends and he had a i don't i i think i might have told you guys a story but i don't think so but he had a he 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 drafts a gengar and gengar for some reason has thunderbolt like the one where you only have 10 pp for it mm-hmm. and and i didn't think gengar had thunderbolt and my team consisted of blastoise uh Articuno, Moltres, you know, like the the six heaviest of hitters you can get. So, you yeah. know, Blastoise, Charizard, uh, Venusaur. So all then, flying and water types. Yeah. Except for Venusaur. so so Gengar alone cuts through like two thirds of, of my of my of my team, and I'm just like, why does Gengar have Thunderbolt? Why does Gengar have Thunderbolt? Um, <clears throat> ten years later, my friend drew a picture. Uh, to commemorate that, which I had framed on my wall in my parents' house. So that's awesome. That's why I hate Pokemon Stadium. That's that's because Gengar back in the day used to be freaking busted as all hell. Porygon had it was called like Tri Attack or something like that. Super overpowered. So basically, it was like an Ice Blast, Fire Blast, and Thunder Blast all at once. It was yeah, amazing. Move is still stupid to this day. I remember this is Pokemon cards now, but we we all thought Porygon 
could transform into any other Pokemon. Because we read the the description and we couldn't tell what it meant. Is this Porygon can change like different type? Like it can change into like a water type or a fire type. That yeah. was his ability. Mm-hmm. But we all read that and thought Porygon could just change into any Pokemon. So Porygon was like the Black Lotus of uh, uh, Pokemon cards in, in school. I traded mine for a Dugong. Turned out that was actually a very good trade. I just didn't realize. <laughs> I really do apologize every time when these loud ass vehicles drive by my house. We'll we'll get you we'll get you a better microphone, hopefully. (laughs) So I know the only Pokemon that could turn everything else is in the in the cartoons could turn into people was Ditto. Yep, Ditto was the only one. Yeah, actually, is a Pokemon that can do that. Um, Um, You were just thinking the wrong one. No, no, but we all were. But I, I swear to you, we thought it was it was Porygon. I remember this. I, you know what, I understand, because it's also that one Pokemon card you can get that, like, even shows, like, you could do something with it, and it shows, like, Porygon transforming into, like, a, uh, a weird, like, not a car thing, but, like, a weird car-looking thing. I remember that Pokemon, I, hell, I might have it. I used to be big into Pokemon. Uh, I still have, like, the original foiled, uh, Zapdos, like, uh, I, I've, I've been into Pokemon for a long time. I just, Magic the Gathering's. I actually know. Now, if I, if I understand correctly, Pokemon emulates the rule set of Magic the Gathering, where instead of mana, you have energy cards, and you mm-hmm. lay the energy cards down, yep. and you have to tap them for energy. Yeah. yeah. So, theoretically, you could pit a Pokemon deck against a Magic the Gathering deck. Except Pokemon would win because they say do like 20 some damage in one hand. And it well, be Pokemon with, certain, with other cards. What was that? Okay, fair. I was just saying, Jordan, that if you have like this, the evolutionary line of a certain Pokemon, you can evolve it while you're bat- battling. Oh, and I also okay. Think you have to have the energy cards for it too. Personally, yeah. I just go in with thinking Mewtwo and just destroy everybody, but that's just me. Mewtwo can be There's stopped. <laughs> I use my limited edition first edition Charizard. I bring it to all my Pokemon events. Yeah, what well, is it for? Okay, I'm going to show off that I have like a freaking really expensive card that people would spend a freaking fortune on to get. Yeah, I have a Black Lotus picture. I don't actually have. I, I actually don't have that Charizard. I just know that people have literally died because of that Charizard. Hey, sometimes you just have to. Uh, you just have to return it. Well, speaking of dying, I think the developer behind Cyberpunk 2077 might need to be on uh, Suicide Watch. And here's why. So after over 500 bug improvements, Damn. Cyberpunk 2077 is still being rejected for getting put in, for getting put back on the PlayStation Store. I'll say that again: over 500 bug fixes, and still being rejected to go on the PlayStation Store. I'll let you guys talk, and I'll probably because well, I'm sure one of you guys will bring up the point as to why or. A good reason as to why Sony is doing this, but I want to hear what do you guys why what is Sony's big mark here? Like, what is their big play here with this? They don't want they don't want another uh, PT situation to happen, and they don't want to have to sit there deal with the refund, the issue, you know, everything going on. They want the game to be fixed, and I yeah, I, I would reject them. <laughs> Yeah, this can't be fixed in increments. This has to be, like, fixed. 
Mm-hmm. Isn't like being Fallout 76, you can't just take your sweet-ass time fixing the damn thing. It has to be fixed right then and there. People are still going to be complaining about it, and Sony doesn't want to put up with that crap anymore. Yeah, and plus, I mean, CD Projekt Red right now is, um... I mean, they already... I mean, they got hacked, and someone stole the coding for the game and tried to sell it to the highest bidder. I mean... Allegedly. Right, yeah, allegedly. So, I mean, right now alone... This is not looking great. And now PlayStation is rejecting. Now they might just be rejecting that game and they want nothing else to do with it. Or there's more bugs that got to get fixed and they know it. And they're like, nah. One of the bugs that I like to freaking mention a lot whenever we're talking about this game of when the cars get yeeted across the city is still in the game. <laughs> I, I feel My like... My all favorite is still... Walking up to the man in the wheelchair, and then when you punch him, the AI is automatically generated to just run away. So you punch a man in a wheelchair as you do, and then he just runs away. Yeah, I hope they keep that one. Oh yeah, by the way, anybody who plays World of Warcraft and watches these things, Burning Crusade Classic comes out today. You know what? I saw that, and I was like, I don't know what these words mean. Like, I know each in, each individual word, but not when they're putting the sentence together, so I didn't put it in. But if you want to talk about it, Charles, go for it. Um, I know a lot of people, can, uh, if anybody would still plays World of Warcraft, was actually excited for this, because like, um, a lot of people got into World of Warcraft during Burning Crusade, and a lot of people really liked that expansion, even though they liked Wrath of the Lich came more, though, which I can't, don't blame them, because from what i seen, that expansion was way better, in my opinion. And, uh, but, um, even till like, recently with World of Warcraft Legion, and even, um, World of Warcraft, um, Warlords of Drain, or freaking, what happened in Burning Crusade still has, you know, has to do with what goes on, because in Legion, that was basically Burning Crusade 2.0, but it was like, way better, because you actually had to fight the Burning Crusade, personally, and even at the end of that expansion, you ended up seeing Sargeras for the first time, instead of just, like, a, um, a copy of him that was, like, not as powerful as him, he actually shows up, and freaking at the in the final cutscene of that expansion, even though it's, and just for him to get freaking imprisoned by Illidan, the planet where, they, where the um, Titans came from. I thought Sargeras was dead. Oh. Doesn't anybody, once you have a tomb, doesn't anybody feel obligated to stay dead? Yeah, because someone spent the time on that tomb for you, and then it's like, he's not dead! Why did I build this? <laughs> you know how much stone that took? Yeah, I would, I would be mad. I would just kill him and bury him again. <laughs> You're not dead? <laughs> then drag him back. kind of hard. In World of Warcraft, well, it's practically impossible to kill a titan. You can, the only reason why one guy's even get a land a freaking scratch on his hand with an, was because of the weapon he had was freaking enchanted. Even then, freaking, he still got his ass handed to him. I, f I feel that whenever I use an enchanted bow in Minecraft, I can usually get a few good hits in. <laughs> well, while we're on the uh, Sony wagon from our story we just talked about, I want to go into something a little bit more, more Sony at fault-ish, you know what I mean? Like, more Sony's the heel in this situation. So, if you guys know about the whole Epic Games, uh, Sony battle going on between Fortnite. Mm -hmm. Well, it turns out Borderlands 3 is coming across the same issue. Uh -oh. And now we have more information as to why certain things are an issue, and I'll get to that in a sec. So, Borderlands 3 just came out with an update 
to be cross-platform. Or it might not have come out yet, but they're they've like they're done with it. Like they're ready to release it if it hasn't already been released. The issue is that that they had to remove the crossplay function from PlayStation. So Borderlands series is available on the Epic Game Store, and with the Epic Game Store being owned by you named it Epic, um, they're currently in a battle with Sony, and so the deal they have right now is that Sony can you know. We'll have Epic Game Store stuff on their thing. They just can't be cross-platform. Sony's reason behind this, and a big reason why Fortnite was an issue, was because, yeah, they, they granted the player would spend a majority of their time on the PlayStation if that's the console they played on, mm-hmm. but the avenue to put their microtrans spend their microtransactions on a different console or a different PC or phone or whatever, that's what has Sony up in their bunches. They don't want players spending money off of their console. So that is why they're doing this. Now, do you think PlayStation... Like, don't look at it from a business standpoint, per se, because I understand, like, business-wise, it's like, yeah, why wouldn't you want people to spend money on your area? But just as, like, a a good faith to the consumer or to the gamer, um, do you see this sticking around? Do you see this being a long-term decision, or do you see this just as, like, like, a shot at... Fortnite here because Fortnite's really what started this whole trend. Well, who's under more pressure to 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 get this going? I think it sounds to me like Sony holds all the cards because it's a whole market for for Fortnite to um, provide. I know you say like don't think about the business, but it's hard not to think about yeah. the business side of it. So I, I can understand if. I'm not exactly sure how the server system works. If Epic is the one hosting the servers, even if it's being connected by Sony. So it's not like Sony has to pay for that. Well, that's the thing. So it is hosted on Epic servers. And if with cross-platform, that'd be less servers for Epic to have to maintain. But now with PlayStation having their own set, like you can only play PlayStation people, that's a that's a, res- a reservation of servers dedicated to just PlayStation rather than open to everyone. It also makes it harder for these for games to fill up. Not that Fortnite was having problems with it or anything, but the idea well, Borderlands is... Three might true because yeah. that's, that's what this game is. Borderlands Three, and I know we have the residential, or I mean, our resident Borderlands expert here with us today. But Borderlands it's good to be here. <laughs> isn't isn't as popular as a game, and it may not see as big of a clientele as Fortnite did. And Borderlands Three. Not even the most popular Borderlands of the series. See ya, Charles. I think he's mad. I think he's going to grab a gun. Um, no. Five bucks say he's grabbing a gun. Boy, chainsaw. Right. Skin your butt raw. It's, um... It, it's in... I don't understand Sony's big issue with it when it's all said and done. Um, Did he just toss a porno mag on his bed what 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 did i just miss yeah it's that time of day jordan come on oh uh, mask okay i thought you were grabbing on. a gun and then i see something flop on the bed and i went huh oh, charles can't hold it <laughs> he gotta go <laughs> you want to talk about someone who's the freaking borderlands nut here i got more claptraps than you have ever seen no, okay, that's just called... freaking, oh freaking jordan props, that's... you just have to clap there's a difference I got I got a trap too. <laughs> they call me the trap. Movie whenever it comes out, by the way. 
on this podcast referred to Jordan having the clap and being a trap. So that is interesting. He does like to do anime shit, though. All right. All right, Bussy, what's going on here? What's your opinion on this? I just see it as like a short-term thing because Gearbox really isn't being affected by this because they're still somehow making money off of all this shit that they're doing with Borderlands 3. And I've just completely... I actually reinstalled that game because I thought about playing it again. I turned it on and I only was like on it for like five seconds and I was like, Yup, freaking I remember why I was disappointed with this thing and I immediately freaking hopped off that thing after I got all the golden keys I've been freaking saving up on that thing. It's just like... They... I, they, I know they still have a lot of people playing on all the other platforms for that game, and I know there's still people playing it on Xbox, so I don't think if they don't have people playing it on PlayStation with those other people, I don't think it really hurts them, but I don't know. Yeah, um, this is a weird scenario. It's not really weird, it's just like, I want to say PlayStation's in the wrong, mm-hmm. but... But they're not, you know what I mean? Like, just because I'm angry at it doesn't mean I'm right. Believe it or not. We're talking about the company that freaking shut down the whole demo for that Silent Hill game. People were hopefully... Well, that wasn't wasn't Sony's fault. The entire company kind of imploded on itself and that game was never coming out. So they're like, "Eh, why are we... They released an update that removed the demo that people... If people had it on their freaking consoles, they released an mm-hmm. update that deleted it off their consoles. That's why people literally scoured all over eBay and shit, freaking trying to find one with that demo on it. Well, I didn't say they weren't a bunch of mega beta cucks. I just said that they weren't in the wrong. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I want to yeah. attack Sony just because of, I mean, they're obvious. I think we talked about them so far every podcast um since the game awards like uh, them doing something wrong or they actually do something right but then here's some downsides um honestly gearbox i know 100 percent a lot of the big uh streamers who play borderlands are playing on pc xbox i'm not really seeing too many on playstation um so gearbox if i'm imagining this right they're not gonna be affected by it they're really not they're gonna look at it going what can you do? Okay, cool. They don't want to work with us. That's fine. We got this cross-platform going. Uh, if if Sony isn't wrong, they're just proving why having cross-platform is so hard to deal with because you have one company that's just like, I want to do this my way. I want to get this. I want my money. God, Sony and Apple should really meet up sometime. Yeah, yeah. I was just going to say this reminds me of how, uh, you know, with the Apple iOS update, they want to protect the user experience that mm-hmm. their that their users are having. So if Sony, I guess they think very highly of their customer base and they don't think very highly of uh, the um, of the of the man children and the and the mouth breathers that are the Nintendo and Xbox fan base. I can see like they want to have a more curated experience, even if it is a game that's available on different pl- platforms. So I can see the logic there, but that's, I don't know, I just, I just I'm sure there's mouth breathers who play the PlayStation 2. <laughs> uh, it's kind of the same thing that's going on with Final Fantasy 14. Like, there's people like me who wanted to come to Xbox, but Xbox is being dicks about it. They're like... The dude who's behind, who's in charge of Final Fantasy fourteen even is like, I freaking am more than happy to freaking bring this game, my game to freaking your console, just that you guys need to freaking be willing to play ball with me here. 
Yeah, I think we've all learned here that just big companies suck. Uh, yeah, and uh, also it also sucks when people leave big companies or big franchises. Uh, yeah. See, I I see what you're trying to do there, but I actually wasn't going to tell that story tonight. I wasn't going to go cover that one. I I don't know um, what you're talking about. Uh, but I do want to talk about this because it involves our our main man, the big dog himself, J.J. Abrams. Um, if you don't know who J.J. Abrams is, um, weird. Uh, but also he either produced, directed, or was a writer for uh, movies like Regarding Henry. Uh, one of my personal favorites, Armageddon. Um, he a lot of the newer Star Trek series he worked on. Um, he was a he did a big he was a big part of the uh, the sequel trilogy for Star Wars. Um, Which sucked. I'll say I'll leave that one be. Some some like it, some don't. Uh, believe it or not, I'm quite indifferent. Uh, but I also like the prequels, so I'm in the mi- minority there. I like the prequels too. But well, I like he... the Last Jedi, so it's just me. I, <laughs> I mean, I like the Voice Awakening, but after that, I will say that one. Downhill. That one, I think, is just you, uh, Joseph. But he has come out and said that his newest project is that my dog is so whiny. <laughs> Your mom's downstairs. She doesn't love you. Um, that, that's what I was told when I was a kid. It worked, I promise. Um, anyway, he he said that his newest project is ready to go under production. And some of you might be like, oh, what's this newest production? And why are you guys talking about it on the show? Well, that is because it is a new movie. It is a movie based on one of my favorite Valve games. Portal. They're making a Portal movie, which, if you guys have ever played the game or read any of the lore, it is super deep in lore that isn't told directly through the games. So that's exciting, and it's really awesome. I wonder if they're gonna make a reference to the cake as a lie meme. Well, I would. They would have to. That's part of the lore. There'd be a whole subplot about them making the cake. Yeah, the whole subplot about how she's trying to get to the cake. So, yeah, so my question to you, a Portal fan, I mean, I, I like the game series too, uh, and all. It's just like, what for me, the gameplay experience is very specific, and what I really enjoy about it too is, you know, when I when I go through the the Portal and there's the whole momentum thing, and I'm flying through the air, I really feel like I'm playing port or i'm going through that momentum like i actually it's it's yeah. like it messes with my head like i'm actually like getting that feeling uh, of it so i can see it being a pretty enjoyable experience uh i'm wondering if they're going to go like first person maybe even have it in 3d because that um, would elevate the experience in my opinion the 3d they're 3d i'm kind of 50 50 on because you've seen movies that are done correctly in 3d and then there have been plenty of movies that were done incorrectly in 3d well there's many movies where it's like they didn't really intend to make it a 3d movie and um, then you know i will say by and said make, make it, 3D. it make it a first person i think would be the right move i really do um with the technology we have now i think those portal jumps and everything that's going on that would look fantastic like hardcore henry yeah yeah, I was gonna say I think it would be a good idea to make it like an animated movie of some kind, or just be, be make it like it's like the first person scene from the Doom movie, but you know, Portal. 
See, I, I get what you're saying. I respectfully disagree. I feel like this movie, if they're going to do it, I think it would look fantastic. Especially with J.J. Abrams. You know he has a big studio back at him. You know he has a dump truck of money to put into production. I feel like if done right, this could look fantastic. It could be done correctly. Um, I am nervous because it is a video game movie to movie adaptation, which very, very rarely works out. Um, but it is exciting. I mean, Sonic worked out pretty good. Now we're just waiting on the Borderlands movie to see how that turns out. We can hopefully, if the Borderlands movie doesn't tank, hopefully this Portal one will work out. Hope to God they finally fucking make the Halo one. The the thing is, is they won't make Halo. And the reason they won't make another movie is because they've already tried a couple movies. It didn't work out. No, no director is going to pick it up going, let's try again. They're going to look at it and going... No. I mean, these freaking series, oh, look. Like, was, like TVs, like Forward Unto Dawn and um, Nightfall, that actually were pretty good, even though I've never seen Nightfall, but Forward Unto Dawn was actually pretty cool. That That's the thing. Look at the Mortal Kombat series. They had us, they did one or two, or they did like two or three movies back in the day, and they didn't do too good. But then they just released this new one 20 years later, and it's not bad. Yeah, that so is maybe it just true. it just takes the right it just takes the right creative mind to follow, to or at least loosely base it off actual source material, and Hollywood freaking hire me and join and we'll freaking direct this damn thing. No, I'm good, dude. I'm already busy enough. I'm I'm good. I don't want to direct a Halo film. Uh, that that just seems too much like work, and I don't want to look at a man who's eight feet tall. I'm I'm good. But Jordan's like I want I I don't want to waste my time directing bad movies. I know that's what's gonna happen. I like I'm gonna come in being like, oh yeah, Halo baby, let's do it. And then when it's said and done, it's gonna be a bad movie. It will be my first thing I directed. I'm good. First it could have been as bad as freaking as the Monster Hunter movie. And you haven't seen my skills. <laughs> I can um, yeah. I can make a poop show out of anything. So there is that. That was I think it, I, I'm I'm a. I don't want to say excited. I feel like that is too much of a... Uh, I think that's too much to say for this. I will say I am curious. I think I'll leave it at that. I'm curious to see how this is going to go. And they haven't started production yet, so this thing, we're probably never going to see it until late 2022, early 2023, late 2023, something like that. So I, I hope a little bit sooner because I think one thing we all learned in like the last year is if you expect... like Every time I've been to the theater or watched something new... I have to put in back of my mind, like, I'm expecting to speak garbage or trash and stuff, something like that. And so when I watch the show... I feel recording these shows. <laughs> you go in like, this is trash. You listen to afterwards going, not bad. <laughs> um, but, Your you expectations know, are here. You only go up. Exactly. So, And I feel the same way about most stuff. Um, but with the movies and stuff like that, if at least they get it out now... Or in this time period, we're all still in that mindset of if you go into it thinking this, it's going to be so much better. And that's what I'm hoping because I'm going to see The Quiet Place, uh, just not in theaters. I will never experience that ever again. Um, I don't like the idea of you eating popcorn and you just, the movies happen and you just go. Oh, see, <laughs> usually, usually a movie theater is The Quiet Place. Nope, not anymore. Not anymore. I like the pun. I like it. Um, or the so reference. In, I'll tell you guys a funny story after hair about my movie theater experience. Uh, I'm I'm totally down with that. And uh, did we did we think of an all timer segment? Uh, no. <laughs> 
Uh, we'll just uh, we'll do two next week. How about that? Um, yeah, that that works. And to to the audience, I will I will state this: uh, we're not. We didn't film this on Memorial Day. Um, we we pushed it out to Tuesday. Um, so all of us are just like, eh, different day. Sure. We we all had we all have our normal things we do every day. Uh, so it's for me, it's totally weird. Usually at this point in time, I'm either streaming a video game or I'm making dinner because I ran a lot this morning. And this this time I didn't. I didn't sleep worth anything. So uh, I didn't run. I ran to the fridge. That's what I did. <laughs> and let me tell you, ice cold water works every time. Um, but I mean, so what is there? Is there anything else that like in in gaming news or anything interesting going on with that? Then apparently, Outriders released a freaking patch that actually made th fixed some things and actually made the game actually pretty good for a change. Ah, oh, that's don't good. Don't expect me to be playing it though because I'm still freaking irritated with that game and I still don't have anyone to play it with. See, I'm uh, Call of Duty released uh, their um, their like 90s or 80s um update to where you can play as like bruce willis or um uh what's his face um oh. yeah and so they did that. that that's been cool um the game's still a little broken um there's they uh they're doing a buff week they're about to buff a lot of a uh, lot of stuff that's going to really break the game so i'm excited uh currently the baseball bat is like an energy sword from halo 2 so that's interesting ah. um if you you can lunge and get somebody killed, that's that's been an interesting thing. But honestly, I think that's I think that's it. Cause we talked about all of our stories. There's not if uh if James can't think of an all timer segment, I I think we're ready to wrap it up. How about all timer favorite sellouts? Uh, my favorite is Joseph. So how about you sell us out? Uh, more than more than happy to. Um, the, yeah. Sorry, just, it's been a long day at work for me, so I'm like, I, know, I can hear, I can hear it in my voice. My my voice is is uh, is done so for the day. But uh, for those of you who've listened to this uh, show for the first time, uh, listen to a couple of other episodes too while you're at it, uh, so you can uh, get a median. And um, I I'm an e-commerce uh, expert. I do a podcast called Ecomonics. It is E C O M O N I C S. Uh, teaches you everything you need to know about running your own business online, which I highly recommend because it is the way things are going. So might as well uh, get on board. Yeah. And you can also check out my creative endeavors at giantenemycompany.com. Nice, nice. And um, well, Charles, uh, we can. Charles can definitely sell himself out uh, if he right. gets back. Oh, he's getting his, he's decorating his room. All right, I'll sell him out. He is CJ the Lone Wolf on YouTube, and I think that's the only social he has. He uh, recently passed sixty subscribers, so go subscribe mm -hmm. to him. He's he does videos on reactions and diecasts and Destiny and Halo gameplay. Stuff. Yep. And uh, like, like when I upload like. Clip I did from when me and Jordan were playing Left 4 Dead the other day, and he killed two special infected within a quick succession while I was down. Yeah, I'm pretty quick. And if anybody wonders how much of a NASCAR fan is, here's the freaking hood I was freaking talking about. So Charles is a dumpster diver. <laughs> That's what we just That's learned. A friend of mine that I used to work with. <laughs> that that is that is cool. Uh, my name. 
is the architect on Twitter and YouTube. Find me there. I do stuff and things sometimes. Um, yeah. Uh, do you want to sell out the podcast or do you want me to? Sure, sure. I'll I'll, I'll jump on this. Hey guys, cool. uh, my name's uh, Jordan, also known as Skull Hunter Games. I'm everywhere. Just search that up. You'll find us and. The podcast. Well, guys, we are everywhere you can find your podcasts at. We're on the Audio Realm, uh, you know, Spotify, iTunes, wherever you get your podcasts from. It's really none of our business. I want it to be. And, uh, yeah, the live feed is on YouTube, Facebook. Uh, usually they're scheduled on Thursday. Uh, so we're trying to get new schedules, and eventually we'll do them live. Uh, and that's pretty much it for that. And then also, guys, I'm going to say a big thank you to Anchor. You guys probably heard their ad uh, one or two times in the stream, but um, that yeah, thank you, Anchor. They're an all-in-one shop. Uh, their app is amazing. I actually found some new creating tools online to edit the podcast while you're uploading, so it makes it even more easier for you. They're constantly updating it whenever you need it. They got it, and they have a 24-hour customer service. So when you do have problems, they're there. They're really polite, really nice. So highly recommend them. And guys, that's the podcast. Um, thank you all for joining, and uh, we'll see you guys next time. Goodbye, everybody! Goodbye. Run, sick, release, we can animate trap, girl. Oh, <laughs> Wait, no, I, I uh, should have done the Kushima. <laughs>